in three two one what's going on folks welcome to 34 questions tonight i have a very special guest kara fernstrom is in the <laughs> building how you doing kara i'm pretty good i'm pretty good and you nailed the pronunciation awesome awesome <laughs> i try i try uh, um, for the folks out there welcome to 34 questions as i said um if you are unfamiliar with the flow of the show we do some intro questions some warm-up questions just to set the tone uh threw in some a couple icebreakers as well and after that we'll jump into the main interview where you choose a number between 1 and 34 sound good to you kara sounds fantastic well my very first question for you is how have you been it's uh crazy times i don't know no i don't know when it's never crazy but how, <laughs> have you been you've been doing good you've been doing great um i love that the options are good or great i <laughs> um i think that overall i've been doing really really well i have some health issues that make it a little challenging sometimes but emotionally i've been fantastic that's awesome i'm very happy to hear uh, before we go any further, let's just get the icebreakers out of the way. Uh, All right, I'm into it. This first one is a spelling bee. Ooh, um, yay. One word spelling bee. Um, and your word is going to be soliloquy. Soliloquy. S-I-L-O. Wait. S-I-L-I-L-O-Q-U-E soliloquy i'm sorry you have one more chance you have one more chance okay yeah i'm definitely gonna get it wrong the second <laughs> time too uh, <laughs> s s y l i l o q e say that one more time s y l i l o q e I'm sorry. It's like so soliloquy, you know. S. Dang, I was thinking maybe S O, and then I was like, no. But you know, <laughs> it's all good. Thank, thank you for participating. No um, problem. I was like sure I was gonna spell whatever it was right, and my mom's gonna be disappointed, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have one more chance to to redeem yourself, and it's gonna Ooh. be with the riddle. How are you Ooh. with riddles? Bad. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to uh, throw you an underhanded pitch right now. Um, this one is: I am an odd number. Take away one letter, and I become even. What am, what number am oh, I? Oh, it's seven. It's seven. Uh, you heard that one before? Or you no, just but <laughs> I just love words. I love like the nerdy like. Oh, you take away a letter. I know. What easy, what has easy. even in it? <laughs> easy money. Easy money. <laughs> For sure. Well, uh, thank you for Are you proud of me now, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. Oh, she is. She yeah. is. I'm just Josh, and she's she's fantastic and supportive as hell. I gotcha. I gotcha. And, and you know, shout out to, to to the folks out there who are supportive. You know, um, it's it's not everyone is as blessed. You feel me? I don't know yes. in your experience, but it is very. It's such a blessing to have folks who do support. The hustle especially when it's not <laughs> when it's against the grain sometimes um mm -hmm. i relate to that so much and shout out to my folks too show for show uh moving on we got some all right warm-up questions the, the first warm-up question is what would you like the audience to know about you oh i would like the audience to know the, I'm excited to be here mostly is the, the main thing right now 
that's in my my moment <laughs> so um but in in general i think just that that i think that it's important to you know figure out how to like you're talking about go against the grain love love yourself that's kind of my whole my whole shtick for sure for sure so my second question is if someone were to pay you a tribute how would you like to be honored so if i was going to tell myself today i'm going to do something in the honor of kara what kind of act could i do bless you um <laughs> thank you uh, uh probably just an act of kindness random act of kindness any anything that would bring joy to someone without discretion i gotcha have you ever uh done one of those uh drive through miracles I don't know what that is. It's when you pay for the person behind you. So oh, they... oh, yeah. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't normally talk about it, and I feel awkward now. <laughs> no, no. Well, that's great that you do it all the time. I don't know too many people who do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I always think if I'm, like, adding a task to the to the person who's working, like, because now they have to kind of calculate, like, <laughs> how much they're well, going to charge. Yeah. Oh, I don't think of it that way, because at least here, they just, they they just pull up the charge like they would for the next person so it's the same task it's just slightly earlier gotcha gotcha because normally what i would do is uh be like oh yeah use a change for for the person behind me so I'm yeah not- <laughs> uh, but i gotcha cool um and now we know now we know to to do an act of kindness in your honor um <laughs> My third and final question of the warm-up is, on a scale from 1 to 10, how well do you know yourself? I mean, I'd like to say 9, but realistically, it's probably like 6. <laughs> but but I figure maybe 9. <laughs> Optimistic. But what makes you feel like a 9? I just feel like, I mean, if I'm comparing myself to uh, some of my peers, it seems like there's... I just have a lot of experience with self-exploration and not in like not in like a weird way but like a, a regular way um i'm very i don't know i do a lot of meditation and stuff and that's kind of my For sure. yeah i think so i think so but then again i'm always learning that like oh i didn't know i hated that or i didn't know i loved that or whatever so you know it could be a sex but i like i like thing nine I feel it. I feel it. Uh, what would you... Oh, first off, don't feel about bad, bad about being weird. I think we're all weird in our own ways. Um, so yeah, just embrace it. Embrace it. Uh, and then what is your favorite thing about your personality? Oh, I would probably say my compassion. Um, I I mean, there's it's, I like this question because I, I think often a lot more about what I don't like. Um, so so I like it. Um, yeah, I like my compassion probably above all of the other stuff is my and patience, sort of my ability to love people in spite of it being challenging sometimes. Would you say you've always been compassionate or was it something where you kind of had an epiphany and you were like, oh, I, I'm, I'm I compassionate. <laughs> I think it's a it's a combination. Like, I think that I was I was always compassionate, but I really struggled with loving myself. And so sometimes I would, you know, do things selfishly, not realizing that like not realizing that doing things that were like self-sabotaging and hurtful to myself were also hurtful to the people that loved me you know and stuff like that so I've gotten better at like exercising it and practicing it but I think that 
I've always kind of been that way and like it's caused me a lot of hurt in 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 the past because I didn't couple it very well with boundaries <laughs> you know yeah yeah no doubt uh, I mean yeah sometimes our, our greatest strength is our is our greatest weakness you know um so so much yes yeah. uh all right well we we made it to the main portion of the interview where you start choosing your numbers uh there are three levels though so there's an easy medium hard you could you could go up and down whenever you'd like uh where would you like to start um i'm gonna start with level one sure. no problem because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i thought the spelling bee would be easy so i don't want to be like oh i can do number seven no problem <laughs> or number number three <laughs> it's all good it's all you good. know what i mean i do yeah yeah go for it uh choose your number Okay, so I'm going to start with one. I kind of have a number pattern in mind. I'm really excited. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's my lottery numbers. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you the type to play the same numbers all the time? Or? Um, I wasn't. And then, okay, and then I read a Reddit post um, that was like, best way to win the lottery. And, and I was like, <laughs> all right. And so I started. It's, it's the best way. One of the best ways is to choose your, the same numbers all the time. Well, it was just talking about how you should do like um, numbers under 31 are most likely. Like, okay, so it had a lot to do with like um, like cumulative energy. <laughs> I know it sounds really silly, but like about yeah. like how the most people um, like the most common numbers are the ones that are under 31 because that's associated with people's birthdays, right? Over 31, it can't be someone's birthday. And so it was just saying that like if you want to sort of if, if it exists, if you want to harness the energy of many people wishing for the same numbers, you're most likely to have luck picking numbers under 31 because the most people would be picking numbers under 31. And so I, I just like picked a set. <laughs> I got you. I mean, that makes total sense. And it's a bummer that I can't, it, no energy for 34, but uh, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> uh, go for it. Give me your first number. One, please. Oh, one. Easy. Uh, <laughs> how would you define success? So honestly, I actually have thought about this question a lot in my life, and I have an answer for it. That is, I think that success is doing, is showing up for yourself. Um, things that are in your control is, is to me where success lies. Like, I, I really try to focus on not defining my success by how I'm received by other people or like, you know, how many numbers, you know, I have, if I'm doing something that involves statistics or anything like, because I just, I can't control it. So I would say that success is showing up for myself in a big way, keeping promises to myself, self-compassion and, and happiness, you know, like in the contentment sense. Would you say you came to this definition like um, pretty recently or is this something you kind of came across in the past and how long have you had this definition in mind? Um, that's a really good question. And it's probably like it's pre it's pre my my recent work, but not that recent or I mean, sorry, not that long ago. It really it kind of all came to a head when I realized that a lot of my difficulties, my challenges in life were coming from the definitions I was putting on things like enough success too much, things like that, where I was like, you know, I had all these obscure definitions that were like a conglomeration of, 
a bunch of things I'd been told and, and messed up thought processes and stuff. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to actively redefine those things and try to internalize it. And so that was probably two years ago. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, it sounds like it's just a uh, beginning in, in the next chapter of your journey, you know, having that mindset will probably bring you to places that, you know, probably haven't been available before. Well, that's what's so cool. That's what's so cool is once, once I started defining success by what I can accomplish, the sort of external success started coming a lot easier because I wasn't trying to force it anymore. You know, I mean, yeah. not that I'm like, you know, successful by everyone's measure, of course, but by the measures of what I like would have expected of myself it's just incredible <laughs> for sure for sure would you say um i know we haven't really got into what what you do at, for for work or, or life or anything but um i'm gonna just ask did you ever see yourself becoming a podcaster or you know having a show of your own i didn't think that was possible like no <laughs> i uh i didn't think any of it was possible I, I mean i also do design and art and people like give me money to draw pictures and like it's like none of it sounds real you know <laughs> even now even a year into podcasting and two years into the art it all sounds fake for sure <laughs> uh i mean that was something new i just learned i didn't know about the art side as well uh so it's, it sounds like you're you're a creator Mm -hmm. And have you always been a creator, even since childhood? Or was there ever, ever any signs that, okay, this mind is creative? I mean, I think that, I, like, my whole life people would have defined me as creative. But, like, I remember it never, it never crossed my mind that I could, like, work in creative fields. Like I've drawn since I was little and I always liked acting and I did stand up comedy for a while. And like, I've, I've just kind of always been into performance arts and fine art. Well, I don't know if you call it fine arts. I mostly do cartoons, but like physical drawing type arts. Um, and yeah, like, so like I've always been into it, but I never, like, it was always just like a hobby, you know? So it's, it's trippy. You. <laughs> no doubt no i hear you i hear you <laughs> uh all right go ahead and uh throw me another number seven please seven what change would you like to see in the world Ooh, ooh! i have an answer for this one too um <laughs> the uh the change that i'd most like to see in the world is for people to look inward um, and look inward, uh, I want to say better, but it's not quite the word that I mean. I mean, look inward with, with love in general. Um, I, I might be naive, it's possible, but I think that if people were to look inward more and look at their own biases, look at their own struggles, be honest about where they're at and, you know, learn, learn things like boundaries, learn things like practicing compassion I think that all the big problems would just slowly naturally change I think that a lot of the big systemic issues and there's a lot of them and they're freaking terrible I think a lot of them just come from people hating themselves and then projecting that on other people mm. I see you think there's a there's like a little bit of a shift or a push towards 
Or is that way of thinking? Because that's I it feels do. like it's too much. Go ahead, go for it. <laughs> I do think like that. I I do think that's happening, and it's really really exciting. Like especially being part of the space, so I realize that there's like some biases that come with that. Because obviously, I'm going to see a lot more of it um, between <laughs> yeah. between like just the fact that I'm putting myself in front of it, but also that uh, there's this like cognitive thing. I can't remember the name of it, but it's um. I think it's it's a bias of some sort, but basically, once you see something, your brain's like, "Oh, I'm gonna see that everywhere," right? And so, I think part of it's that. But I like to think that there is a global consciousness shift happening. You know, I look at—I'm um, not sure what generation you are, but I look at Gen Z, and I get so freaking happy because um, I'm a millennial, right? And I'm like, "Oh, they're so much better than us." <laughs> <laughs> They're so much happier and like, like better at talking about things. Well, when I say happier, I don't mean like experiencing joy all the time. I mean, they're more comfortable in their skin. And I just, that makes me so happy because that makes me think that like the next generation and the next generation, like it's just like a ball and it's like, it's just going to keep getting bigger and sorry. Um, and people are gonna, I don't know. I just have so much hope for the world. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Because I don't think everybody has hope for the world at this point. <laughs> I've had a lot of folks come on the show and say they wanted to tell uh, it, the people in the future that they're sorry yeah. <laughs> of, uh, of how, how things are going right now. Um, and we don't know what the consequences will be like. But um, and you had touched on something, but it's a f I hate it when I have fleeting, uh, fleeting thoughts sometimes. Um, well... But. If it helps, it's a sign that you're a good listener because a lot of people hold on to thoughts and just like wait for their turn to talk. But people who are actively listening and like truly listening. You you had cut cut cut, cut off at that last moment when you but uh, oh. I, think, I think I got your got your message um, and uh, don't worry. Don't worry. No worries. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a little hiccup, but um. I mean, thank you. I, I never thought about it that way, honestly. I thought it was the other way around. I thought it meant I was a bad listener if I couldn't remember <laughs> what I was thinking. So that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, well, I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad. It's a, <laughs> it's a neat little thing that I like to think about. Sorry, I, I, I'm very talkative. I don't mean to over talk you. This is all about you. It is not about me. So feel free to ramble. On. <laughs> I encourage people to, to just... You know, go go with it. This is who you are, um, and this is what it's all about. So, don't worry about me. <laughs> I, I try not to talk at all as much as possible, but uh, you know, I also like to have a conversation. So, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a balance. It's a balance. Um, I'm gonna throw you a curveball right now. It's Ooh. a question that I choose for you. And, Ooh, uh, nice. <laughs> it is a. Can I know what number it is? Um, I mean, I, I might just go seven. I might just go seven. Uh, I just did seven. Oh no! This is for the uh, the curveball. It's a fill in the oh. blank. So you, you chose one and seven, right? Mm -hmm. If later on you choose another level, there's also a one and seven for that level too. Yes. So yes. yeah, it's all, it's all good. Um, I did remember what I was going to talk about though. You you Ooh, mentioned about I <laughs> you mentioned about being a millennial, and mm -hmm. uh, I am 31, born in 1990. Uh, so I feel like. I'm in the heart of it, in the thick of being a millennial. Uh, <laughs> and yes, the, the Gen Z, I don't know, like, it's weird to, to s separate us by generations, right? Because I feel like we're all experiencing this world together. Mm -hmm. But I also understand um, 
yeah when you said they seem happier about being themselves i don't know if i was just uh fortunate like i'm from san francisco and you know california is very liberal <laughs> and very very like be you do you and I've, I've i've had that messaging in in like growing up from school and everything so fortunately i felt that way and yes i do agree this the what's happening now is to a degree higher than, than it was before um yeah like the whole world's becoming san francisco <laughs> in a way in a way uh no i'm not trying to take credit for that i'm not trying to say san francisco is the start of it um, it's just my experience because i was living here <laughs> I, I see the stand-up comedian side now very, very subtle subject. <laughs> but it's good it's good um but yeah yeah these these kids are i'm i'm hopeful because i think their minds are thinking about bigger things a lot earlier um because the information is like capable it's right in their hands fingertips uh yeah i mean when i was 12 i don't think i was thinking about all the stuff that was going on um and i guess it took time like the internet was still I want to say young, but not where it's at now. <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. The the fill in the blank question for you is: uh, I'm too old to blank. I oh, that's such a good question. Um, I'm too old. I can't think of anything I'm too old to do. I'm uh. 31. I mean, you know, like I'm too, is it okay to swear on this podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm too old to act like a bitch, you know? Uh, <laughs> like, I, I can't think of anything. Like, I don't really think that that's, I mean, as contingent um, on, like, I don't think that there's much that matters about my age. If anything, getting older has opened me up to do a lot more, not less i mean like my body doesn't love it when i like bungee jump or go like tree linking but like you know it's fine <laughs> it's fine for at the sure. end of the day it's always worth it so i don't think i'm too old for really anything except for like acting like a teenager <laughs> <laughs> i get it i get it um and yeah there's no there's no wrong answer uh and i, I feel you like I, how how alive is your child inside I think very, very alive. <laughs> like I, I, okay, I shit you not. The other, I'm so, I'm so happy that I can swear on the show because I was like, ooh, I didn't ask that beforehand. Uh, <laughs> but like I, the other day, sat in the grass trying to find a four-leaf clover for like half an hour while the like adult-year adults all had a conversation. And so like I, I feel like the inner child is very, very like loud in me <laughs> i feel it I, I still try to balance off curbs you know like yeah, yeah. Just, just, just do stuff like that uh, it's so much fun yeah yeah and you know i maybe you, you're talking about that cognitive thing about because you want to see it or you want to believe it you see it more and more uh mm -hmm. yeah i don't know why it just feels like I don't feel alone. I don't feel alone in like wanting to do those silly young stuff. And um, 
you know, a lot of the older folks that come on to my show, uh, a lot of them say, like, you know, I'm never going to retire. I'm never going to stop learning. I'm never going to stop, like, doing other stuff. I'm always going to be a kid, you know, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you know, if, if anything, if for the folks out there, if they're judging me and saying, like, oh, why is he acting immature or young or whatever, it's like, I'd rather be on that side of the fence, you know? Like, I'd rather be feeling young. I'd rather be joking around or, I don't know, avoiding cracks because I don't, I don't want to break my balls back, you know? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, like, I'd rather be judged and happy than seen as perfect but be real sad, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, before we jump back into the numbers, I did want to ask you about... I. I had spoken about how San Francisco was the start of this, uh, you know, this new <laughs> renaissance. Uh, but, uh, That's not how I understood it. <laughs> I like how you're just owning like the words I put in your mouth. Um, <laughs> you know, I can take a joke. I, I can embrace it. I can roll with it. Um, yeah, I've, I've thought about uh, doing comedy, but. I think too much. I mean, I would overthink on stage or like trying to deliver stuff. Uh, that's why I oh. rather just like. That's why you practice. So like, sorry, I just quickly. That's why you practice. So like you write your set. I mean, the idea it's like acting, right? Like you want it to appear as natural as possible. And there's like a level of funniness that you kind of have to employ when you, you know, inevitably mess up, but you write your set, you, you write the flow and everything so that it flows well. And then you, you practice so that once you get on stage, it's really, it's like, it's actually easier than podcasting because pod, well, the way that I podcast and the way you podcast where it's kind of done on the fly and not everything is like decided ahead of time. Um, then it's like, it's easier than that. Cause you're really just like, you're, you're, you're just it's like when you like play music or skateboard or whatever you do and you practice a lot and then it's not work it's like that it's it's easier than podcasting in the sense that podcasting you never really know what to expect <laughs> you just kind of jump on and hope that it goes well <laughs> you, you hope the chemistry's there you hope the flow is there yeah i know i know what you mean and uh yeah, that, that's interesting. I never thought about that way. And I can see the problem for me is that I'm super duper duper lazy. <laughs> just, a, just the thought of practice is, is, is terrifying. <laughs> well, you can like you can like hold your friends hostage and make them listen to the same jokes over and over again. Everybody loves that. <laughs> you know, the first thing I ever wanted to be was a rapper. So, yeah, I used to lock my friends in and play the same songs <laughs> over for them. <laughs> Where I would just tell them, listen, listen to me rap real quick. <laughs> I used to do that. Almost. Yeah, I'm, I'm that quick. personality too, and they're like, okay, Kara. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was good. Like, thanks. <laughs> you did great. You did great. Now let's go do something else. <laughs> Thank you, for supportive friends, as well, <laughs> for not killing my dreams when you could have. <laughs> oh. All right, let's jump into some more numbers. Uh, Thirteen still level one maybe uh, you pick you pick a level okay i'm going level two nice. this one's a little bit harder um we'll see we'll see how i do <laughs> it's it's heavy so feel free to pass if you if you i probably to. won't i probably won't but um how have you disappointed yourself oh lots of ways um i mean i don't consider myself a disappointment but I have disappointed myself a lot in ignoring my intuition is really the biggest key factor 
every time I disappoint myself um, is, yeah, like I've I've not trusted myself and it's caused a lot of problems in my life or, or at the very least, it's prolonged a lot of problems. You know, your little internal red flags go off and I'm like, oh, it's probably OK. Or putting other people's wants in front of my needs. That's happened a lot. Um, and I've disappointed myself that way. But as far as like where I'm at in life right now, and this feels really fucking good to say, um, I love myself more than I'm disappointed overall. Like, I can't think of like, like the further you get out from mistakes and issues, the further, the further away you get from it, the more you can see that it's, it's usually closer to neutral than it is to awful. You know, like even like I've been addicted to drugs, I've been, you know, I've dealt with some, some shit. And at the end of the day, it's like those like terrible things are always pivotal in moving me forward some way. And it's often painful and, and shitty, but like, you know, like 10 years out, you don't feel that pain anymore. You just learned the lesson. So I feel like that's a pretty comprehensive answer. No, yeah, yeah, that was a great okay. answer. That was a great answer. Uh, I thank you for opening up. I, I know it's not always easy to, uh, and I, I totally agree. the The sense of um, things coming together, the, the the puzzle completing itself, everything starting to make sense. Uh, I think that's an incredible feeling that I hope everybody gets to feel. And uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's great when it happens, but we also kind of know it's not the final thing. You know, there could be a something that happens in our lives that switches the puzzle all over again and you have mm-hmm. to kind of put pieces back together but these moments we we got to appreciate them that's how we know that we had experienced a time where everything just didn't make sense and now that we can see if it does it, i know what you mean it feels super extra good just to just to feel like you're, you're doing kind of like one that you want to do and it kind of feels like you're meant to do it uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah that sense of purpose is so huge yeah yeah uh. <laughs> I, 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 I mean and the great thing about podcasting is that you can literally just do it yourself you know like uh it'd be great to get you know that backing and that the money and all that stuff but at least for me i keep thinking thinking to myself and like you know it, it keeps me grounded keeps me going no matter what is that you know this for me is like community service you know having these conversations with people um and helping them have this uh this little time capsule of who they are in this moment i just feel like is my way of giving back so even if it never becomes something where <laughs> i'm taking it to the next level like I have I, as long as i have a good day job i feel like I, i'll be fine just doing this at night and stuff so I don't know how to just read. Do you do you feel like that balance in your life is kind of whole at the moment, or where um, where are you with that? <laughs> I'm in I'm in a bit of a, a weird place with it because like so my okay so I agree that you can do it all by yourself and although I'm a terrible editor so my stuff's edited for me because I can't do it. It's uh, <laughs> so so much time consuming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, and I also am just bad at it. And so like a friend of mine who's a sound engineer was like, you have to let me help you. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Um, actually, he asked like three times before I said, okay, because yeah, because <laughs> I, I have issues with pride sometimes. But uh, so as far as like the work-life balance part of it goes, though, 
it depends on how you want to do it right so like the first like good 11 months 10 months of podcasting I was doing it all by myself and not really doing any kind of marketing not really doing any cross promoting any anything and then <laughs> and then I, I I don't know what happened but I was like I'm gonna just like do it I'm gonna go for it and like I have a disability so I don't have a day job because Every time I try to work, I end up like in the hospital or unable to get out of bed, which is fine. Like, I'm fine. You know, it's whatever. It's what it's. But um, anyway, so like the it's actually been like a period in time where like I am seeing really good growth in my show. And I agree with you so, so much about like the community service feeling and like 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 public service. Like I'm it's it's really not about me and that's one of the things that's really difficult because it's like this weird dichotomy because you have to if you're promoting you have to promote yourself and the personality because that's the consistent part but it's not really about me it's about for for my show it's about collecting like you know tools and and ideas about well-being right and so which i guess probably makes sense considering my tone the, the rest of the show but um, but so it's not about me but then like i have to somehow come to terms with like promoting myself and my personality which is super uncomfortable and it's been like a crazy amount of work and like you know like i've just finally a couple weeks ago was like uh, with the exception of this show which is fantastic and i'm really excited to be on the show but i'm like i'm not doing anything past 5 p.m you know i'm not doing anything before 9 a.m because like in spite of being disabled i have a stronger will than i have body right so i'll, I'll overwork and i do all of my own design obviously all of my like social media stuff all of my scheduling like like a normal podcaster but it's like a lot it's a lot when you want it to be or it can be like you just press record and you press upload right it's it's kind of whatever you want it to be it, it starts with the content right like you you believe in your content and then everything starts to you start to get inspiration for everything else like how you're gonna like for me i don't know if you saw my pilot to to what it looks like now or just a structure but it that's what i enjoy about it you know it's like i know it's never going to be perfect um and yeah like doing everything yourself is a challenge and it takes a long time to to finish stuff <laughs> but uh um I, a little bit of my history right before this i tried to start a clothing brand hella hella hungry <laughs> and uh i didn't have such a, a california name sorry <laughs> Like, I know that was, a, you know, just a comment, but I feel attacked a little bit. <laughs> I know I, I really find California endearing, so you're good. You're good. I am very Californian. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so one of my big mistakes then is not having a team. I was trying to, you know, design, shoot, market, and all that stuff. And I'm not good at all that stuff. I, I, just, I just like being creative, you know? Like, I like talking. <laughs> So especially marketing, oh my God, the uh, self-promotion side, like, you know, I've, everybody struggles with that self-esteem and and I think that's why a lot of folks aren't, you know, Instagram stars and stuff like that because there's a capability, but because it were, it's hard for us to kind of like put the shine on ourselves for mm -hmm. whatever reason, like I'm, I'm trying to figure that out, like, because I know I'm not the only one, um, but yeah, it's, it's just a... Uh, 
why why do you think that is why why is it so hard to put the shine on ourselves I think I think that it probably has a lot to do with the narrative at least in our society because of course I'm not from other societies so I can't I can't really speak to theirs but um the the focus that we have on false humility um the appearance of being selfless over actually being selfless things like that so i think that when we you know shine a light on ourselves it's not just in our hands like people people judge us and that's uncomfortable and it also makes it really complicated when you're doing self-promotion because you're trying to you know like accomplish getting people to like you but self-promoting it feels counterproductive and it's just like it's really complicated because of those those narratives i think um, I think it has more to do with that even than self-esteem, although that also plays into it. Cause like, yeah, there's a lot of days where I'm like, oh, why do you like me? Cause I don't. <laughs> and then there's days where you're like, they like me. They really like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm a bad bitch. You know? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Um, yeah, it, it is a trip. And and I think that's one thing about Gen Z that's a little bit different is that they are feeling themselves. So and yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I think it's because all my friends are doing it. You know, they they kind of have that thing where like I feel like in, in the classroom there's more than one person that's like a, a TikToker or like really really doing them dances and <laughs> it's like stuff that I can't do. <laughs> Well, and I think part of it too is like you know like there was a lot of criticism I don't know if you remember five or ten years because I'm also 31 um five or ten years ago about the the whole um participation trophies right and like this weird complaint about giving kids too much self-esteem like that's such a big problem um but you know like and and I think that it's actually like probably born of that because if you're raised to think that you have inherent value regardless of how well you do at random given tasks it's a lot easier to show up for yourself and to show up for the world i think for sure and yeah participation trophies that that is an interesting thing um and I mean, for me, I, I haven't really fleshed out my whole opinion <laughs> opinion about it. I'm trying to think it out, think it out now since you brought up that point. Uh, but yes, I think it gives kids the confidence, right? And I don't, I don't think I have a problem with it, especially if you still got kids who are getting the first place trophy, the second <laughs> place trophy. You know, like that, that was one of the things. Is I was like, oh, what about the first place and second? When they don't feel like it's special, like they still get the bigger trophy. Like yeah, I remember yeah. participation trophies being like super small. <laughs> yeah, and I think like I mean honestly, if if I had to pick, I think it's better to reward all kids for for participating. If if you had to pick, which you don't, like you just mentioned. Yeah. But I think it's better to reward all kids for participating than pitting them against each other for social wins. Like, it's like fucking survivor shit, you know? Super early, too. Like, when they're developing. Yeah, like, like these eight-year-olds are going to pin them against each other and see who wins, and then they'll have all the cred. Like, what the hell is that? That's so psychotic. Um, If it wasn't illegal, if it wasn't illegal, we'd probably be seeing, like, kids boxing each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that competition isn't always unhealthy, but I think that participation trophies aren't unhealthy either, personally. I gotcha. I gotcha. 
there was oh, there was another layer to that and I forgot um, but just a heads up we have about uh, 10-15 minutes left in the podcast I uh, wanted to thank you again <laughs> for stopping by uh, I hope you're having fun it, it seems like I'm it to me I'm having so much fun <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I'm happy to hear uh, go ahead and uh, throw me another number okay so I've done one seven thirteen nine, please nine. on number three I want the hard one nine number three what do you feel like you've taken for granted oh oh that is a hard one um I think I think for the like majority of my life the answer to that is my privileges um like I've really underappreciated how many privileges I have like even things even things like besides the obvious being white being born in a country with health care you know like besides the obvious things like that like even getting sick in a country with health care puts me at an advantage over my peers because I never have to worry about losing my job because the government you know like I mean it's it's not enough to like live on but the government will make sure my rent is paid because I'm sick right privileges like that and there's there's a lot of them, you know, and I mean, there's also disadvantages, um, but for sure, I, I 100% the thing I've taken for granted most in my life is just the vast number of opportunities and privileges that I for a long time assumed everyone had. Mm, I gotcha. Um, I, I don't want to come off as insensitive, uh, but I, I do want to know your opinion. What is the correct term for like you know a disability? Is that if that's the right term or if it's another term? Um, yeah, I, I think it's just disability. Okay, okay, because <laughs> you know I feel like maybe America's a little too PC. I don't know. I don't, I'm not oh, sure. Is, well, what's what? Are, what are people in America saying? Um, differently abled. Yeah, you know, uh, just different phrases. I feel like disability has been one of those, you know, we're not saying well, that anymore. You know what's really interesting about that? I'm going to lean back me, and get me. really into that. <laughs> tell me. So what's really interesting about that is that, like, the linguistic, from a linguistic perspective, it's such nonsense. Because the thing is, they keep changing words, and, and it's not all words. And of course, there's some words that are obviously offensive. So I'm not talking about those. But they keep changing words and I'll use, since it's Pride Month, I'll use the word gay. I'm also like bi, if that's relevant. I don't know, Pride Month, happy Pride. Um, but I'll use the word gay, you know, or actually gay is a terrible example. That's a terrible example. I'll, I'll use the R word, okay? So, so referring to the R word, you know, back when we were kids, everybody was using, using that word all the time. And then it became handicapped and it became something else and something else and something else and it's just this like perpetual cycle because the problem was never the word the problem was the way that people use the word the problem was that people are equating this condition or situation with being bad or lesser and so they change the word but it's just nonsense like it doesn't matter how many times you change the word if you focus that same energy on changing people's perceptions of people with disabilities and stopped worrying about what fucking word someone's using <laughs> we might actually get somewhere you know because changing like making the r word not allowed doesn't doesn't help disabled people to feel less isolated and alienated sorry a little little grandstandy there i like to you know stand here on my soapbox occasionally <laughs> no for sure um 
thank thank you for for your perspective <laughs> on it and that's the thing like you know i don't um i don't get a chance to ask these questions too often because there's never a time and place uh you know he can't i can't just ask someone at the bar like hey man what do you think about this <laughs> <laughs> word <laughs> it's one of the things that's really challenging in today's um i don't know so social climate is there's this oh just one second sorry there's this uh this weird narrative and it really reminds me of my religious upbringing where the worst thing you can do is ask questions the worst thing you can do is try to understand some some of the things and and it's not of course it's not amongst everyone but there are very loud groups that will shout everyone down who ask questions and call them all sorts of you know names that may or may not be true i mean obviously i don't know everybody that's asking questions or their intent behind it and, and i understand that certain groups are exhausted and stuff like that but i think that like the fact that we vilify critical thinking and question asking and desire to understand is more divisive than it is unifying that's what that's all interesting man i guess if uh you know if they're gonna start uh you know wiping people out i'm a questioner uh, i gotta watch my back <laughs> <laughs> like i said name. it just it depends on the group that's all i i don't mean to i, I don't mean didn't mean to get so grandstanding i don't know how i started getting like this <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you felt comfortable enough to just let it out. Uh, we made it to the concluding portion of the podcast, but before we get to those questions, there's this new thing I'm trying to do with my guests. Uh, it's creating a mantra on the show. It's called okay. the 34th mantra. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's still corny, but I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> um, the phrase is, I am, I can, I will. So I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. How would you fill that in for yourself? So I am, I can, I will. I am enough. I can make my oh, shit. I can, I can shit. No, no, no. I can make, um, I, I want to say I can make my dreams a reality, but that sounds real cheesy, but you know, we'll just go with it. We'll just go with it. And I will take care of myself. I am enough. I will, I can make my dreams come true. A reality. I was going to say it feels slightly less cheesy. That I way. You, I and I will, it was, I will. Ooh, good question. Um, I, <laughs> I will. Take care of myself. I got you. Um, <laughs> hopefully one day you'll you'll you know be needing to hear those words from yourself. You got this to play back, and it's in your own words. That's this is such said. a I sick mean. concept. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, all right. Well, this uh, first qu first question in the concluding portion is a question from my previous guest. Um, this is a way for me to connect my guests together, you know. Nice. I love it. it. Uh, this one's from Louis, Lou. Sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Lou for, for her question. And her question for you is, what do you, what, what do you want to accomplish? And if there's anything, what is preventing you from moving, moving with that accomplishment? Like what, 
moving next forward. Steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next got you, got you. I so butchered it. sorry, I butchered it. <laughs> sorry, Lou. Um, so what I'd like to accomplish is probably God, that's such a hard question. It doesn't sound hard. Um, I would like to accomplish I I don't know. Um making my <sighs> I would like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Um, I'd like to accomplish uh, more listenership on, on my sh- show. Yes, we'll go with that. That is a goal that does not feel like it's big enough for the, the context, but. <laughs> no, no, no. It fits oh. just perfectly. Realistic, you know? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was, I was just going to say, I'd like to have a family one day. That's something big. Gotcha. <laughs> That's yeah, a yeah. lot bigger than listenership. <laughs> I mean, like unspecified listenership. <laughs> your podcast is your baby, right? In a, in a way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some people have pets. Other people have podcasts. <laughs> but, oh, uh, that's so funny. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what's standing in my way is the universe i mean there's the fuck all you can do about that it's just kind of up to forces much bigger than myself so especially when it comes to starting a family or like just finding a partner <laughs> yeah. right because it's, it's it's two sides of the universe kind of having to conspire to to make that relationship kind of happen and uh i mean i don't doubt i, I don't i think there's usually like you know there's always going to be souls that vibe those mm-hmm. that kind of like attract so yeah i mean yeah. i've got I've, i i think i mean obviously you know i don't know but i i'm fairly certain that i've found like a person um <laughs> but uh you know the rest is kind of i don't know universe universe, universe. <laughs> yeah I like it's you. gonna do what it's gonna do <laughs> do, do what it do you know yeah uh, my next question for you is what would you like to ask the next que- the next person that comes on to uh, 34 questions okay okay so i got this i got this if okay maybe just give me one quick second to think maybe think, i'll like ahead, hum or something i'm setting up right now if you if you could be, if you could do one thing and you knew that the person that you did that thing for or two would continue to do that thing or for like for the next person and then it would create a chain reaction, what is the thing that you would do? So like a pay it forward kind of situation? Well, maybe, maybe it's a shitty pay it forward. Like maybe you stab someone in the leg and they know that it's going to be a stabbing chain. I don't know. But just like, what thing would you like to create a chain reaction of? Nice, nice. Like that. I mean, you know, I'm I'm curious if the next person comes here is like, yeah, I want to like play play a prank on somebody. And (laughs) And like, yeah, like know that it'll get all the way around the world. (laughs) I don't know if you've seen it, but I've I've recently seen like remote control spiders and remote remote control snakes. And I'm like, yo, great pranks. Great pranks. <laughs> great pranks. 
<laughs> Super messed I mean, up. I'm, I'm not afraid of snakes or spiders, so like I am here for it. <laughs> exactly right. It's like but you know you know someone who's afraid of snakes and spiders. Oh, and for you, sure. You can get them pretty bad with that. <laughs> Next April Fools, you know. Um, sorry, I have to type this out. But as I type it out, I want you to think of this. The answer to this last question, um, and it's the question that ties everything together. Ooh, yes, yes. Five hundred years from now, descendants are watching this this video. What would you like to tell them? Um, I hope you're well. I hope that I hope that we've we've gotten past some of the the hangups we have um, with mental health and stuff like that and and I hope you're kind that's that's all I know it's super cheesy <laughs> you said that earlier but I was gonna say like some people like cheese pizza you know it's not, it's not bad at all uh, <laughs> it's kind of my whole thing like I it's really funny because I know a lot of people think that I'm like super fake and I'm like okay that's fair like I mean I I get that people don't like people like actively try to avoid being too optimistic and stuff and and I just find it really interesting so I always like try to disclaim like I know that I come across as a ridiculous like cartoon character of a human and I'm okay with it <laughs> I respect that I aspire to do that and uh, yeah I don't I think you're doing it and super <laughs> happy that you, you were able to stop by the show uh, and be and present your character, you know, <laughs> so, I, I enjoy those uh, episodes the most. And yeah, like since you told me you're a comedian, I've been trying to impress you with my, my jokes <laughs> and everything, <laughs> which I know all my friends are out there is like, oh, I can't believe you said that. So cringy. But <laughs> It's okay. It's okay with me. Um, <laughs> any last things you would like to add before we head out of here? Um, well, first of all, before anything else, thanks so much. This has been a lot of fun for me as well. Um, and if anybody is curious, um, my show is called The Conquest of Bliss. You can find it under that name, wherever. But like I said, more importantly, like this is such a dope project. And if someone's listening to this from my feed, because I'm a promote it, um, just like keep watching these these are so lit okay that's all <laughs> thank you thank you um thank you for the kind words and for your time and openness to share your story uh thought this was a great conversation maybe do a round two some sometime down the road uh if you're up to it but yeah i that's one another thing i like about podcasting is that the network once you make that connection, it, it feels, you know, like you really made a connection. It's not like, you know, just a high and by type thing, especially, yeah. I guess, for my show. Like, I really do enjoy getting to know folks and, you know, building that network because uh, you, you never know what could happen. Like, I, I'm i a big dreamer. So, Me too. <laughs> yeah, I can't help it. Uh, and you, you never know what, what, what could happen down the line. But um, yeah, I don't know if <laughs> if I could be if I could repay the the favor to you and like you know do an episode for your content. Um, I don't know if I fit fit for that, but uh, because 
yeah full disclosure i haven't checked out i'm sorry but i will it's all good it's all good stuff too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, no i actually was was gonna say that but i was like oh i don't want to put him on the spot and like what if he's not into it and so i was actually going to say that and then i didn't so i'm glad that you did yes i'm into that all about we could talk about it more later um okay <laughs> want to thank the folks out there for listening or checking it out on youtube definitely appreciate your time as well Remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love. And we'll catch you guys next time on 34 Questions. We're pretty... I, uh, I had this habit of like, you know,